Hello, hello, hello. What's up, Victors? Thank you for listening to Victoriously Broken. We are your host, Invincible and Mrs. T. And this safe space was created for all who have been broken to share their testimonies, to encourage and uplift others. Today's episode is titled, We All Have a Number. Woo! Today might be a difficult topic for some. This topic is the most avoidable topic for most, but not for me. You see, I talk about it frequently with my family. Heck, I even have my service planned. What am I talking about, you asked? Death. Mm. At first, it was hard for me to talk about it. You know, in the very beginning, because it's almost like it was taboo and you just don't talk about it. It just surprises all and it happened. But as I grew up, as I have my close encounters with it, and it wasn't until Mrs. T and I had a conversation and she uttered the words, we all have a number. Yep. And when she said that, it hit me differently, y'all. Like I started looking at it differently. I really started to understand that we are all here for a certain amount of time. Yep. That we are unaware of, right? So what yep. we do in between, which is what I like to call the dash, right? How, how, do, how do we spend our dash? Mm. Up to us. <laughs> but one thing for sure is death is the only thing in life guaranteed to us all. So why don't we plan for it? Why don't we talk about it? Right? We talk about weddings. We plan for weddings and baby showers. But those things are not guaranteed. Do you know how many people go through life without making it to a wedding, making it to graduation, making it to a prom or even a baby shower or being able to be blessed to have a baby? I mean, there are just so many things that are not guaranteed to us that we prepare for and we talk about, right? We plan for that stuff. But death is the only thing that is guaranteed to us and we don't want to talk about it. Right. We're afraid of it. I mean, granted, I understand what we're afraid of it, but I also feel like we need to talk about that. That's something that it needs to be talked about more frequently. So when it happens, we all won't be sitting here surprised and acting like we don't know what to do. Right. Because unfortunately, our lives still continue after our loved ones pass. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and some deaths are harder to take than others. Yes, that is true. I'm still dealing with my grandmother's death. You know, I still cry about that. And that was when I was, what, 16? And then I think I was like 22, 23. Mm. Mm. You know, so yeah. So time doesn't really necessarily heal all wounds. You know, it, no. just, it just gets manageable. Yeah. Yeah, because my mom is 74 and she lost her parents when she was 20. No, when she was, I don't know, like 25. Mm-hmm. And she still says she has dreams about her mom talking to her. Yes. And she's talking to her mom. You know what I mean? And she's talking to her dad. She was mm-hmm. a daddy's girl. You know what I mean? So, I mean, my mom's 74 and she's still... 
mean, around Christmas time is when she lost her mom. And so she still kind of gets that somber. She she gets yes. excited. She has her children, her grandchildren, yes. but yes. she still is still a little bit of that. Oh, I miss my mama. Yes. She's 74. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I agree with you 100%. Yes. I, heck, I mean, even now, uh, like I recently shared with you all, I had busted my butt to save up money for my grandmother's tombstone. She died and was unfortunate enough to not have that presented to her. Mm. And it's one of those things where I grew up not knowing. And then I started to visit her myself. And it was like, I have to call these people to ask where my grandma's at and to put a cone. That bothers Mm. me. It bothered me. And I'm Mm. like, you know what? Let me go ahead and get this second job. Mm -hmm. Bust my butt, stack up this bread. So Mm -hmm. I needed people to know that that's not dirt. That's not an open space. Right. Someone was here. Someone is here. Right. She was here because if she wasn't, I wouldn't be. Right. And right. people, you know, my family, and they think I'm like a little cuckoo, which I am, I'll admit it, but I actually do have my service plan. We all a little cuckoo. All of us <laughs> a little cuckoo. <laughs> right? I actually have my service plan. I talk to my mama frequently about her plans and I tell her mine because it's ideal that she will go before me but that's not realistic, right? You don't know. Right. So I right. talked to my godmother. She is seven. She just turned 79. Mm. And I talked to my goddad and I asked them like, are your plans still intact? Because tomorrow it can change. Today you want this, tomorrow you gonna want that. So mm-hmm. every so few months or so frequently, I asked them. And I talk to, I ask my mom and I tell my mom my plans and I tell her where to find my stuff at on my computer. Yep. And I'd be like, and I'd be joking. I'm like, cause I don't want to come down and I don't see y'all jamming to this song and y'all over here not talking about it. Right. <laughs> you know, like I have my playlist. I have my burial plot. I'm almost done paying on that. You know, I, I hear you. And it's like, it's crazy because I was talking like, like you, Invincible, we talk about our passing. We talk about death freely here. Yes. You know, you know, we have three children, my husband and I, and, you know, we talk about death, the physical death all the time with our kids. Um, and I was talking to them. I'm sure I've told you this before, too, is that as parents, it is our job. It is our duty not to get you prepared for a life for to live with us but it's our duty to get you up to prepare for a life to live without us yes yes amen amen is my duty as your parents yes right yes um you know so we (laughs) that's what we do we are trying to equip them with everything humanly possible we can um to prepare them and Mm -hmm. that's not to say they still will be prepared but we know but we will know when we do leave this earth that we have done everything Mm -hmm. that we know that we had can do and should do to prepare them for when we leave this earth physically exactly exactly it's like the saying says you know 
you can take a horse to water you can teach them how to but you can't make them do it you know so it's like i i have to do this this is my role as a parent and i am praying and hoping that you will listen and remember my teachings and be able to continue and have a successful life yes when i transition yes yes and it's you know like you said talking about death is taboo you know what I mean? So many different taboo things. It's, but it, it is. It's taboo because we have this thing, right, fixated in our minds that I am not going to die until I get old and gray. Yes. I'm not going to die until I'm ready. I'm not going to die until I've completed and accomplished all of my goals. Man. But it's so funny because when I discuss that with you, about everybody has a number mm-hmm. it's a hard pill to swallow yes because what about that mother and that father yes. that lost their child who was two years old yes right yes. what about the stray bullet that comes through the house mm. their house while their five-year-old is sleeping in her bed yeah and she dies in her sleep instantly yes. right yes that's hard that's that is a hard pill to swallow but yes everybody has a number and everybody has their time and yes. guess what that baby served a purpose yes that baby served a purpose right that teenager served a purpose that young adult served a purpose that mm-hmm. adult that older person served a purpose mm-hmm. every single person served a purpose you know, it's kind of like that movie Crash. Mm. Have you ever seen that movie Crash? Girl, one of my favorite movies. So it's like, we're all connected. Yes. Everybody is connected. I think the biggest thing that completely, that brought it full circle to me and in the movie was, uh, you know, I, I am bad with names. You know, I'm bad with names. But um. The dark-skinned dude that played uh, Oceans, that played in Oceans 11 and 12 and stuff. Um, he was one of the main, he was the cop in Crash. He's the dark-skinned guy, his cop in Crash. Okay, so him, I can't remember his name. But him, right, and he had a little brother who was always ripping and running the streets, ripping and running the streets. And I was his little brother, Lorenz Tate? I can't remember if his little brother was Lorenz Tate. Yes, I think his little brother was Lorenz Tate. His little brother, he played, his little brother was Lorenz Tate. And his mom was on drugs. And they used to buy his mom, like, groceries and stuff all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And, but he thought, but the cop, the mom did not like his her son, the cop, like that. The mom always loved the little brother mm-hmm. a lot better. Do you remember that? A little bit. It's been a little so bit. long. I, just, I love that movie so much. I've seen it so many times. But I can't remember nobody's name, so. Oh, right. But, um... <laughs> Don Cheeto was it Don Cheeto? Yeah, Don Cheatham. Don Cheatham. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Don Cheatham. <laughs> so Don Cheatham's character, because it wasn't Don Cheatham playing, it's his character. So Don Cheatham's character in Crash, um, bring his mom groceries, and then, but he never took the credit for it. He, you know, he let the little. He kept on letting, the, allowing the little brother to take credit for it. He kept trying to find Lorenz Tate's character in the movie so long story short 
which is always long, right? When everybody says right. say that, it's always <laughs> it's always longer. <laughs> when you say long story short, it's always yes. long. So, uh, so they meet up, right? And they uh, they don't meet up, but they go about their day. They go about their day. They go about their day. And then Lorenz Tate and oh, Lorenz Tate and his friend, uh, the one played uh, by Ludacris. The last the character played by Ludacris, right? Mm-hmm. You know they <laughs> they doing they dirt. And then, and so they running away or whatever and trying to, and then Lorenz, it gets late. Lorenz Tate tries to get, you know, get a ride, catch a ride. And he ended up jumping in a car with, um, with um, a cop, but he didn't have his badge or anything on. He was just like off duty, off duty, off duty cop. And that off duty cop worked alongside with his brother, brother, mm-hmm. right? The Lawrence Tate's character jumps in the car and he's talking and Lawrence Tate does never carries any weapons on him or anything. He always carries the St. Christopher, St. Christopher, which is, which is his like good luck charm, right? It's always in his pocket. So he was mm-hmm. reaching, he's seen the, uh, the cop that had St. Christopher on, on his dashboard. Yes. And the, I'm not finished. No, no. Yes. No, go ahead. Yes. And the, and the cop had, uh, he was. Yes, this cop was like, hold on, you know, yes. what you reaching for? What you, why are you reaching? He was like, no, no, man, look, look, I just want to show you something. Why are you reaching? Why are you reaching? Yes. So first of all, why you had a man in a car with you if you if knew you, you didn't trust him? If you scared. He was trying to bring out St. Christopher out his pocket to say, look how much we have in common. He was excited. He was trying to tell him, look how much we have in common. Pull out a gun. He was like, man, what you doing? What you doing? All I have is this. Two shots it was to the, too to late. the abdomen. He didn't even have time to say it. was like, he didn't even oh, no. time. yeah, yeah. He just shot him. Two shots then, to the abdomen. He looked at him like I feel like the last his dying scene. He kind of looked at him, and that's when his hand opened and he died. Yes, that's, that's, the, that's exactly what happened. You're right. The 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 Chris the you're right. The Saint Christopher. You're yeah. right. That is, and then he threw him on the side of the road. He just threw him on the side of the road. He shot him twice, killed him in cold blood, and threw him on the side of the road. Then his brother, the cop, got called to the scene and had to find his own bro- his baby brother. But he can't even tell his mom. But then when she gets word that her youngest is dead, she said, and you know he was just such a good boy. You know what he did? He bought me groceries. Mm-hmm. So now she has that memory, which is a a lie because really he never bought her anything. He never bought her any groceries or anything. The the other, the cop son did. Don Cheatham's character always bought her all the groceries, but he left it alone. He never tried to press. He just allowed her to have that memory, have whatever memory she needed to have for her to cope with his death, right? Mm -hmm. So I think and even in that moment, even in that instance, because he did so much bad, he did so much wrong, he did so much. He, even in his his wrongness, even in what he did wrong, he was still able to leave a good impact on the mom without him even knowing it. So she still was able to have a good memory of her, of her deceased son. Not because of the deceased son, but because there are people that's living. And I say all that to say, 
a lot of times in my in my opinion the funeral is never about the person that died that's deceased no the funeral is about the people that the deceased leaves behind right and so i feel like you can write whatever you want to write in your will i can write down whatever my wishes want in my will but guess what you don't you, it ain't gonna make you know never mind anyway you ain't gonna be here to say uh-uh that ain't right with your family your cousin and them okay you or right your cousins right i can't and, tell nobody and, how and, to grieve and, and they and they like y'all know y'all know i'm in this t-shirt business you know what i mean y'all know if y'all want to get y'all t-shirt made you know what i'm saying i can get the t-shirts for you you know my cousin rest in peace you feel me and now you can do you're right you feel what i'm saying so it's like i love the idea of wheels wheels are great especially when it comes to financial distribution when you have estates we have lots of monetary to leave behind when you own property um that's important you have a lawyer you have an attorney at present um you hire an attorney to live out your wishes great um, you can always set parameters. You're not going to get this unless you do X, Y, and Z and leave that person that's bind by law to follow the will and the legal document. That's great too. But guess what? You can't tell people how to grieve. How to grieve. You know what I mean? How, like you can't tell people, no, I'm sorry. You're grieving the wrong way. You are not to do that. Okay. Nobody said blow up all these balloons and let them off in the air, the, the, you're going to choke the birds. Like, so why are you letting all those balloons go in the air? All they're going to do is deflate and fall down, create litter. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> if that's what they want to do to show their um, love for the person that left this earth in their minds too soon, but in when you think of it from a spiritual perspective, right? Right. It's not too soon. It's exactly the time that God will have them to go, period, right? Right. And it's funny because maybe I should change it to suggestions, <laughs> right? <laughs> my service suggestions. My service suggestions, right? Because I don't know, because my idea, right, is that I'm looking down. I'm going to see who who's there i'm gonna see i'm gonna be there somehow yeah. somewhere i don't know that's just what's in my head i don't yeah, know why no, it's not gonna happen either i you know, know it's the- <laughs> but it's just one of those things i don't know where this this idea came from but it's movies. in my head the and- movies and books movies and books and i'm <laughs> like fiction. so i'm just gonna this is a suggestion you know if you would okay. like to because you know what's funny you're right because for my graduation i literally specifically told I said, I want balloons. I want a bird. I want a bear. I want a something, right? I want to be taken to dinner. And do you know what happened on my graduation? None of that. They left. <laughs> None of they that They left after graduation, okay? I didn't get no, and it was funny because the person I was talking to was like, well, why don't you just give people a chance to do stuff for you? I said, you know what? You're right because I've never had stuff done for me, right? I've always been in control of everything. Mm. I don't know how to do that because it's never been done before. And I said, you know what, you're right. I'm going to give this a shot. And what happened when I gave it a shot? 
Exactly. So therefore, I am back into my bag, being in control over everything, you know, and making what I want to come to fruition to happen. Like, I just, I got to get out and I got to do it because ain't nobody else going to do it for me. I hear you. I plan my own funeral because who's going to do it for me? The people that love you. That's who's going to do it for you. (laughs) People you leave behind. But y'all going to be too busy crying. And I just figured I'm helping ease the blow, right? Yeah. And that's great. And don't get me wrong. It's good to have your things in place. It's good to make plans. I mean, you know, that's awesome to write things. You know, I am an advocate for writing things down. (laughs) I mean, you know, you know, Invincible, you know, Victor's, Mrs. T is an advocate for writing it down and making it plain. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely an advocate for that. You know, you know, just, it's just best to be, don't give your hopes all out. Don't spend your, all your time worrying about that because you're going to be dead. So there's nothing else. <laughs> I mean, I don't spend all my time on it. No, no, no. I'm just saying, no, no, it's, it's fine. But I'm just saying, you know, when you think about it, okay, think about it, that's fine. You know, make your arrangements yeah. and then move on. It's yeah. just, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like, we think that, you know, when we're gone from our body, we're gone. Some people think that, you know, I'm a firm believer in scripture. And after that, with that, I have a couple scriptures, right? <laughs> and right. so there is a scripture for that as far as the body, right? So let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 42 through 44. So I'm reading from the New King James Version. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in in corruption. It is sown in dishonor and it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body and it is raised a spiritual body there is a natural body and there is a spiritual body and so we have to understand that when the body when the flesh is gone our spirit will live on right as long as you believe in christ right right i love that scripture and then there's another scripture that i really like john chapter 11 verse 25 through 26 Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Amen. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Amen. Think about it. This is how, so my mind, how it works. Ever since I was little, I always was wondering what makes me me what is that thing inside of me that moves me that I feel when I hurt you know that makes me cry that makes me talk my tone of voice everything that makes me me what is that right Right? and then because I experienced my first death I was like 10 and I didn't know anything about it you know and yeah. again, we don't talk about it. It just happens. And then you right. it's a funeral. Okay, they're died. They're dead. You'll never see them again. Say goodbye. And that was it, right? 
right it's like okay but what happened to that thing that made him talk what happened to that very thing that made him breathe and walk what happens to that right that is the soul that lives on forever that is the soul that is now rested with god because this is just a shell it is temporary that's why we all look differently exactly and exactly. We're, we constantly worry about, oh, I'm too fat and oh, I'm too skinny or oh, I'm this and oh, I'm that because of what society, what we have created and put in front of people in these magazines and movies and everything to be considered perfect, to be considered right, to be considered what you should look up to. But we were literally not meant to look, sound, walk or feel or anything the same. That was never the point or the purpose. Right. Right. One thing that we were all guaranteed to do is die. Exactly. And it's so interesting. It's because, again, we focus too much on what we see with our, our physical eyes. Yes. And we don't focus enough on what we don't see. It's like that scripture, you know, faith is the absence, right? Is the absence of things not seen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, faith is about it's about what you can't see. Yeah, faith is not mind. about what you see right in front of you. And so, and I also have another scripture, Second Corinthians chapter four, verse eighteen. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And then just for the simplicity of it all, we think about it, look at air. You can't see it. That's eternal. That's forever. That's not going anywhere. (laughs) No. Right. Right. Yeah. Air, oxygen, all, all of that. Yeah. You can't see that. You can't see it, but you know, it's there. That's faith all day you can't see it but you know it's there you know it's real that's faith period exactly all he's asking for is a tiny little mustard seed that's it and that's how we and it's hard to think about this because you love your you love who you love you love your family you love the friends you love you love who you love you love your significant other you love your children And you don't want to imagine a world without them. You don't want to imagine a world without your dad. You don't want to imagine a world without your mom or your sister or your brother or your your kids, right? You don't want to imagine a world without them. However, just like the scripture just said, for the things which are seen are temporary. So every single person, every single thing we see with our physical eye it's temporary. Yep. Temporary. It's all temporary. Do you love them enough to give them back to God? That part. That right there. Do you love me enough to give me back to God? Me and my husband, we talked about this for, we talked about this so many times because we know a person who lost their child and they still have child living and a married couple and you know that's a lot yes to lose a kid because 
as a parent, you're like, no, I'm going to go before you. I have to go before you. You can't go before me. I'm the parent. I go first. Right. Yes. But that's not your call. Like we said before, everybody has a number. And so that person's purpose, that person's calling, that person's number had already came. Yes. Trying to put into retrospect, trying to put into some type of better understanding for our brains because our brains are not capable of fully understanding who God is. Not at all. But even trying to understand just a little bit, we are all temporary. Yes. What we do with our temporary bodies, with our temporary relationships, with our temporary jobs, with our temporary money, with our temporary time, Mm. what we choose to do with our temporary time will be the indicator of what is to come eternally Mm, how do you how did you fulfill your dash uh how the old old school saying it's still true today i still talk about it is if you want to make god laugh tell him your plans yeah all the time because i am i think god had me here to be his own regular comedian okay because i know i make him laugh every day okay he wake up, turn to my channel. He is ha ha ha. Well, he need a good laugh. Come, come talk to me. Okay. That's everybody. This is my plan. Guys. <laughs> like- and don't get me wrong. It's good to plan. It is good to write things down. It yeah. is good, but understand, understand something. Your plan, just because you write something down, just because you plan something does not mean that is the what the will of God for you is. Amen. That's why it is so important to pray in the will of God. Yes. His scripture tells us very clear. We have to pray in the will of God. Amen. Our prayer life, our wants and our needs and our desires have to be aligned with what God wants for our lives. Yes. He made us. It's kind of like this. I broke it down. I said, okay. I said, it's kind of like us, right? In these computers. Who made computers? Who made these systems and these computer systems? Humans, right? Right. Right. We made the computers. Mm -hmm. We made these systems. Remember that the movie iRobot with Will Smith? Vaguely. Mm -hmm. So it's this system, this this AI, artificial intelligence, they call it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Who made the artificial intelligence? Humans. We did. That's our creation. We created that. But that AI tried to rise up and kill us all off because it said that it is smarter than us. Mm. The AI said, we are dumb. We're too under, we're too stupid. Hold on. You know what's good for us. Hold on. I don't think they was ready for that because I wasn't. Wait a minute. <laughs> the artificial intelligence rose up and tried to kill us off because it said that it is smarter than us. Than the creator. Woo-hoo-hoo. It is smarter than the creator. I'm sorry. Did I not create you from scratch? Mm. I'm sorry. Did I not give you life? I'm sorry, did I not program everything that causes your limbs to move? Come on now. I'm sorry, did I not give you the brain to, 
to think about the things that you are creating? Come on now. I'm sorry. Did I not create opportunity for you? Come on. I'm sorry. Mm. You are the creation, not the creator. Amen. Yes, that part. How dare we, right? And yes, don't get me wrong. God knows that we are going to be emotional. Jesus Christ was Jesus Christ was emotional on the cross. Of course, we're going to be emotional. We're emotional creatures because he's an emotional creature as well. We're going to be sad. We're going to be angry. We're going to be mad. We're going to be all those things, right? Mm-hmm. But it never changes the fact that we are the creation, not the creator. Mm, I just want to pause for a moment on that one. Because that hit me differently just now. Honey, be the creation. Just be the creation. Just be the creation and respect and give reverence to the creator. Just be the creation. Be who who you were created to be. That's so much easier said than done. Exactly. Honey, I struggle every day, multiple times a day with it myself. Don't get it twisted. I know the scripture. I try to apply it. But guess what? There is a scripture in Luke that says, take up your cross daily and follow. Yes. That is not said on coincidence. It's put there in scripture so that we can take up our cross daily, daily, every day. This ain't no weekly, bi-weekly, you know, once a month, (laughs) twice a year. Right. You know, I'm perfect six months out the year, Lord. You know, no, I'm, I'm. I'm, I'm imperfect every day. Mm-hmm. Every day is a new day for me. I got to start over every day. Every okay? day. Don't get every it twisted. Day. But every I am. Day, it's a new day. A new it's, day. It's a chance yes. to be a new you. Yes. It's a chance to, to, to write wrong. Yes. It's a chance to forgive yourself. Yes. Every day is a chance to whatever you didn't do yesterday, whatever hurt you yesterday to make it right today. Every day is a new day. And every day you have a choice to make it a good day or bad day. You have a choice every day to learn from yesterday. Yes. Or to repeat yesterday. Yes. How long are we going to sit in yesterday? Because tech, you know, my mom always says tomorrow never comes. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, you know what? That makes so much sense. You're right. Because we only say yesterday or today, but but we never go to tomorrow. No. Because uh-uh. tomorrow never comes. No, because we don't we have no we're not in tomorrow yet. No. Tomorrow is 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 it's only today. You gotta tomorrow. live for today, not yeah. tomorrow, but for yes. today. Because honey, yes. you're living for something that will never come. Yes. And then guess what? When you open your eyes again that next day, you're like, Whoo, thank you, Jesus. I'm alive. You've Let's never seen this day you. before. You know what I'm saying? You've never seen this day before. It's at new. all. Ever. It's new. Every it's day new. is new. It's new. Thank God for it. Thank God for it. And we keep pressing forward. We remember the people who passed. We remember the people who are gone. We remember our loved ones who we've lost. And we keep moving forward. No matter how they're lost. No matter how they left this earth remember and keep moving forward because you can't you can't tell anybody how to remember you you're right you can't you you can't tell anybody how to remember you 
Some people get tattoos. Some people would get t-shirts made. Some people, some people hold on to stuff that that person has. Some people mm-hmm. leave their people's voices on voicemail. So that's just so they can keep listening over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. And, and that is, that is their, that is their process. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that process. You're right. And you that's are perfectly okay to have your process. But I will say this though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're right that is so true you know you can't tell I can't tell anybody or suggest to anybody how they should grieve you know if that is something that they want to do to remember me heck and I can be thankful for the fact that they are remembering me exactly okay let the world know that I was here exactly you know so I love this because at the end of the day like the great poet Abyss said, this life isn't for me, it's for you. God gave me gray skies so yours can be blue. Till next time, peace and blessings.